Cleveland hosts a big night of politics and sports without a blemish on its reputation. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine will sign a one-year prohibition on banning plastic shopping bags, even though he does not agree with a permanent ban. And an appellate court says Ohio does not have to accept online applications for absentee ballots. It's the wake up from Cleveland.com and the Plain Dealer for Wednesday, September 30th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Cleveland carried off its big night in the national spotlight with nary a hitch. Hosting perhaps the most combative presidential debate in history, a peaceful protest in March about police brutality involving roughly 500 people and the first Indians playoff game of the season, which unfortunately was a 12-3 loss. The protest, which began with speeches at the Wade Lagoon and then became a march around the museum circle, lasted more than an hour. The debate had President Donald Trump and Joe Biden battling ferociously, talking over each other and telling each other to shut up. It was one ugly battle. And then there are the Indians. The presumptive Cy Young winner for the American League, Shane Bieber, gave up as many runs in less than five innings as he gave up in his first seven games this year. He was off, and the Indians lost. The city survived the night without violence, in part because of a heavy police presence. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine said Tuesday he plans to sign a bill into law that would temporarily ban local governments— including Cuyahoga County, from banning the use of plastic shopping bags and other single-use containers. DeWine in December said he opposes the proposal to ban local bags because it is a local control issue. But he said Tuesday that because this bill expires after 12 months and because of the extraordinary circumstances surrounding the COVID-19 pandemic, He's been convinced to support it. During COVID-19, people need the assurance that they can use plastic and styrofoam containers for carry-out food to protect themselves from the coronavirus. The bill expires after 12 months, and DeWine says that if he gets another one like it, he likely will veto it. Cuyahoga County adopted a bag ban that was to begin nine months ago, but has continuously been postponed. A Franklin County judge was wrong when he ordered Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose to accept electronic ballot applications for the upcoming presidential election, a three-judge Ohio appellate court panel has ruled unanimously. The judges said they agreed with arguments from the Ohio Democratic Party that state law does not prohibit elections officials from accepting applications via email or fax. However, Two judges said the Ohio Democratic Party did not demonstrate a right under the law to unlimited methods of delivery of their applications. Judges agreed with LaRose's argument that changing the rules so close to the election is risky. The case could still be appealed, so the issue may not be completely settled. Elections officials throughout Ohio are beginning to receive millions of dollars in private grants, funded by Facebook founder and CEO Mark Zuckerberg to help with the upcoming presidential election. Some Republican officials are debating whether to take what appears to be free money, especially given the controversy surrounding Zuckerberg 
Facebook, and big tech in general. The bulk of the money is headed to county boards of election via a nonprofit, but Ohio lawmakers on Monday approved accepting $1.1 million. It will pay for radio, TV, and digital ads describing absentee voting procedures, combating misinformation, poll worker recruitment, and other items. The two nonprofits awarding the grants in September accepted $300 million from Zuckerberg. A press release announcing the donation said Zuckerberg wanted to promote elections integrity. Facebook has been trying to clean up its image because it shared political disinformation in the 2016 presidential campaign. State officials detected increased levels of coronavirus in sewage in a number of cities, including Akron, Mansfield, and Oregon outside Toledo, before the number of diagnosed cases spiked up in each place. That's according to Rebecca Fugit, an Ohio Department of Health official who was involved in the testing of wastewater systems throughout the state. Fujit spoke about the issue Tuesday during Governor Mike DeWine's coronavirus briefing. A similar relationship between wastewater and prison cases has also been identified in Ohio. When people first get coronavirus, they begin shedding it before they even begin experiencing symptoms, and it shows up in the sewage. Research suggests and state data confirms that an increase in cases occurs four to seven days after higher levels of COVID-19 gene fragments are detected in wastewater. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer.